It's award-winning Frederick County Sports Weekend with interviews with local coaches and players. Here's your host, Steve Nibbs. Okay. All right. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Frederick County Weekend Sports Show here on 930 WFMD. I'm your host, Steve Nibbs, and our guest today is the head girls soccer coach at Tuscarora High School, Mr. Troy Bowers. And, Coach, uh, welcome to the show, and thank you for taking some time with us today. Uh, you're so welcome. Thank you for having me. I mean, again, I just, you know, feel blessed to have the opportunity to speak on behalf of the, you know, Tuscarora team that I had the, you know, great privilege of coaching for the past seven years. So thank you so much. Indeed. My pleasure, Troy. Let's back up a little, if we could, and, and give us a little bio there of Coach Troy Bowers, your journey way back when you were either playing, okay, up to now. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I have been at this for a long time. This past season was my 25th year coaching girls high school soccer in the state of Maryland. Um, <clears throat> so I started way back in 1993 at Watkins Mill High School and uh, coached at Watkins Mill in Montgomery County. And then when Clarksburg High School opened in 2006, I went to Clarksburg and coached there up until um, my daughter was a freshman at Tuscarora, and I was given the opportunity to come up there in 2013 is when I came to Tuscarora. And, um, you know, that's where I finished my coaching career because my, my, my days are running out in coaching. But, yes, <laughs> um, they're running out. Uh, but I, I was a former high school and collegiate player um, all up in the state of Pennsylvania, and then I ended up getting a teaching job in Maryland. And that's what brought me down here, and that's when I started uh, the job of coaching girls' soccer, which I never could believe I ever would have done. But um, it all started way back with a junior varsity soccer team, and I don't count that as one of my years of coaching, only because I only count my varsity years. And I, I literally coached this JV team, and these girls would do anything for me. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> yeah. Coaching girls is just amazing compared yes. to the bully-headed guys that I've played with my whole daggone <laughs> yeah. life. And I coached a boys team. I coached a boys team down at Bishop Shanahan High School in uh, Coachville, Westchester area where I went to college. And they were just, they knew it all. I couldn't tell them anything. So uh, it was a breath of fresh air to start with some girls that actually wanted to learn, soak it up, and go out there and prove you that you were exactly right in what you taught them. And I, I've just had a great time with it for the past, like I said, 25 years now coaching the varsity game. It's just it's a true blessing. I can certainly relate to that, uh, Troy. As uh, myself, I coached football for uh, over 25 years, and then I got hooked on softball. And just like you, what a change what a refreshing change and how much I enjoyed coaching the ladies in the game of softball. And so I, I, it, was, it, was a fa it was a fantastic time. Let's, well, that's, that's two very different sports. There. Yes. So, uh, you know, heck yeah, that's awesome to hear. Congrats yes. on that. Thank you. Um, You're very welcome. Ne next, congrats yourself on uh, winning the county championship this year. Uh, Troy, talk a little bit about this year's squad. Well, I mean, let's let's just back up to pre-COVID times, 2019, when my Tuscarora team really turned the corner. Um, they had won 10 games that year. They went 10 and five, 
Um, we had a huge win against, you know, Oakdale that year. We battled Urbana very tight that year. Um, and we made it all the way to regional finals that year, and we lost to Linganor, who went to States. We were one game away from going to States in 2019, and I knew I returned a ton of players, never envisioning that COVID would come around and yes. wreck the opportunity to get back with these girls in 2020 and have a chance to fight for what I thought could be a state championship because I knew I had a very good group of freshmen coming in. And... Um, <clears throat> That obviously COVID happened and everything got wrecked. And um, then there were a few things that reached out, like FC Frederick ran a, a fall 77 league, not sponsored by the high school. Brunswick ran one to let these kids have something to do. So I had teams playing Friday night in Brunswick and Thursday night in the FC league up at uh, Utica Park. And I got to see kind of what I was talking about, kind of just come to fruition from my own eyes where these girls were out there. And I'm like, man, it's a talented, talented group of kids and just oodles of freshmen. I mean, an impactful freshman that I knew would be able to step in if we ever got a season that they would be able to play the varsity game at a high level and take us to the next level. And then ultimately the decision was made by, you know, Frederick County Public Schools to go ahead and, you know, start, you know, uh, spring sports, but for the fall season, right. you know. So, <laughs> so uh, you know, we got at it quickly. I remember we, were, we we couldn't practice at our own field. We were going down to Urbana. They were so gracious to let us share their turf field because there was snow on the ground. <laughs> yep. Um, we're, we're canceling practices because even the turf field had snow all over at Urbana. It wasn't safe. So it was tough getting going in the beginning. But um, eventually, once we got going, I knew we were going to be special. Um, I knew it, and I'm a coach that I'm not afraid to play freshmen in varsity soccer if they can go out there, and I love to use the word impactful, if they can become impactful and make a change in that game and make us better, by all means, they're going to play. They're going to start. And that's what we did. I was, shoot, starting four or five freshmen this year, um, mixing them in with my two, I had two really strong seniors in my junior class, which is very good. And, you know, uh, one sophomore that started for me. I mean, it was like the, you know, one of my best teams I've ever had. I had some good teams back at Watkins Mill in the day, but this team was loaded from first time in my life we were loaded, you know, with the first 11 on the pitch and then off the bench, I had depth for the first time ever at Tuscarora. And, wow. you know, I, I, I demand fitness out of my teams. I'm an old school coach in that regard. Some coaches build the fitness into their, their practices like I do and they don't do any other. I always start every day. We meet on the track and we always do our fitness. We get it in, then we go to the practice field. So um, I saw early on that how fit this team really was and I knew we could play a high, high, High prolific pace style soccer, passing and moving, connecting, working hard off the ball, and they bought in right away. And um, you know, we knew we had a big one to open up. We opened up with Urbana, and we hadn't beaten Urbana since I've been there. And I think it's probably been nine or ten years since Tuscaloosa, even when Mark Walcott was there, right. that they they hadn't beaten Tuscaloosa. I mean, Urbana. So we went down there and shoot. I tell you this, we dropped in a minute. 39 into the first half, we gave up a goal. 
It was oh. just a really bad defensive play. Our goalie didn't get out quick enough, and we're down one nothing. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> and my, J- my JV coach is there with me, and she says, you worried? And I said, this team, I'm not worried. And I wasn't. I knew for the first time in my life we were built to be able to come back from that mistake we made. And I challenged the team you know, before the game, if that would happen to us, that we would just step up and rise above it. And boy, oh boy, did we. And we went out and we scored, you know, tied it up at half. And then we scored two goals in the second half. We won three to one. And that was the blossoming of the freshman, Nina Connors, who won the player of the year, just released today in the Fred News Post. She was the offensive player of the year in her first high school game. She had uh, two goals and one assist. And we only scored three goals. So she factored into everything we did in that game. And it, 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 we left that game on, you know, cloud nine, but it was my job to reel them back because we beat her banner for the first time ever. And, but again, I knew right then and there, I believed it and they went out and they proved me right that we had a squad. <laughs> and again, just when you, when you put all your eggs in freshmen, you have to understand that at some point they may crack. Right. And that was the challenge. Uh, I get very mental with my kids. The challenge to not, you know, crack mm-hmm. and stay the line, and right. and they did it. They did it all season. I mean, my goodness gracious! And we won our first three, and then we 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 have Middletown come in, and they were the one team that beat us this year. And uh, you know, my my young team got taught what physical high school soccer is all about. I call high school soccer. Yes. Really, just a fast, fast track meet now is what I call it. Mm-hmm. And you add in the physical style of the Middletown team, and they just willed their physicality all over us. And they ended up beating us two to one. It was one one. They scored very late in the game. What a demoralizing loss, you know? Right. Because uh, you know it's Middletown, and we always beat them at Tuscarora. We never beat them up on turf. And we were playing with Tuscarora. We get the team off the turf, bring them to grass, advantage Tuscarora. And then I started to see another problem. My team was built to play on turf because we were quick, we were fast, and the grass slowed us down. And that's <laughs> the first time I've seen that with the Tuscarora girls because yep. they have so many high-level club players now. The, the grass really became our nemesis. And in prior years, we'd go undefeated at home and we'd struggle on all the turf fields. So... Um, and I quickly taught this team that we don't we don't spend time looking in the rearview mirror. We look one game ahead. We prepare. We we lose a game. We quickly talk about what we did wrong the next day of practice, and then we focus on fixing it moving forward. And boy, oh boy, did they do it! They all season long. I mean, my gracious, we had you know a great game with Oakdale. You know, beat them, and then the first time in program history since. I mean, our AD, Howie Putterman, is right. now was the Linganore coach, girls soccer right. coach. And I, I you know, played against Howie back when he was a Quint Orchard and he was coaching in Damascus in Montgomery County. So I've known Howie for a long time. We could never beat him, and Mark struggled with him. And I think Putterman told me it's probably, you know, 12 years since Tuscarora beat Linganore yeah. in soccer, and we beat him in a heck of a high school soccer game. Two to one. I mean, it was a heck of a game. And I've been around a lot in 25 years, but that game was one for the ages. It was just two really good teams just, you know, taking the, you know, the blows at each other. And ultimately, I thought we just kind of wore them down a little bit because I mentioned earlier our fitness was just at such a high level 
and we just kept working, and we found a way to get Nina Connor scored the game-winning goal. The freshman, the super freshman, scored second half to win it. You know, so again, it's just. And at that point, then we weren't sure how they were going to do this county championship, so we just had to keep winning. And I mentioned to my girls something that I mean, look, I, I, I it's never about me. I'm not that coach, but NSCAA. They run the girl. They run the soccer. NSCAA. They're they're the national soccer coaches athletic association of the country. When you get close to your big wins, they let you know. And they had sent something to me early on during the COVID that coach, you're getting close to your 200th high school win. Wow. And never really thought about it. Went back, looked at everything, and um, it just so happened that right before the Lingnor game, with three games left, I was sitting on 197. <laughs> and I mentioned that to the girls, and I think they really took some pride in it. And we won not only the last three to get me to 200 when we beat TJ in the last game of the year, we got to 201 when we beat Brunswick in the county championship game. So, again, it was just, like I said, what a dream season. Um, and the, the beautiful piece of it is every team has seniors. We're going to lose two really good ones. Um, but the bottom line is we're so young and I, I really am looking forward to getting right back at it. You know, come July and in our summer league stuff we do, we'll be we'll be back at it before you can sneeze. And that's I mean, that's nothing wrong with that. That's for sure. <laughs> oh heck no! And I, I put together a doozy of a schedule this year. There we've you gone go. Out and we've we revamped, and uh, you know, I'm going down. I'm, I'm going down to Montgomery County. We're gonna we're gonna go against Walter Johnson High School. My old buddy, my old JV coach, Josh Kenneth's coach is down there. We reached out to each other. He heard we were good again. He's like, I want to play you. He wanted to scrimmage. I said, heck no. We're going to go. We're going to put it as one of the 12 regular season games. So the ADs worked it out. And now we're on a two-year schedule with one of the best programs in Montgomery County and in the state. Walter Johnson High School is no joke in girls' soccer. No, they're not, uh, Troy. That's so, for sure. Yes. So, yeah, and then and we, we, we're going to go out into Carroll County. I mean, I'm excited about this because, you know, I really want to challenge my girls and get them playoff. Now that we're going to have a state tournament, we know we are. You know, next next fall, everything's looking like go back to the region, go back to the state. I want my girls battle-tested, and I want them to understand every game means something so they get that mentality that in the playoffs you lose, you're out. Right. So in the regular season, if I can build that mentality into them, we should be battle-tested. I mean, it, it, to me, it's going to be just really awesome. Um so I'm really, you know, like I said, I'm looking forward to getting back at it for, you know, hopefully what I can consider a, a, a deep push, a deep push. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So we'll see. But it was a heck of a season, like I said. Impactful freshman, you know, in, in the in the county championship game, this is really remarkable. We, we battled Brunswick, and Brunswick, kudos to them. They were very on point this year. I mean, they won the other side. And, um I was very proud to see, you know, Brunswick battle like that. I mean, they had beaten Middletown early in the year, and they went undefeated in their division. Like, we went undefeated in ours, so we played each other for the county championship. Um, we scored four goals, 4-0, and I had four freshmen score the goals in that game. In a county championship game, it was all freshmen that scored. <laughs> and, in fact, the Frederick News Post put a nice, real nice article in there. We got the center of the – the page finally, Tuscarora Girls Soccer gets it. Yeah. They captioned it "Budding Giants." <laughs> I loved it. Loving, it was outstanding. Such a great article. Yep, "Budding Giants." They were. 
because, again, we had the seniors that obviously played big, big moments for us. The junior class played big moments, but, you know, the freshmen were the ones that just kept finding ways to put the ball in the back of the daggone net. So, I mean, kudos to the whole daggone team. It was just a great year. It certainly was, Coach. Looking back over when you first got started, um, what was the hook for you as far as the game of soccer? As a player or as a coach? uh, First, as a player. Why did you start playing soccer? What was it about the game? I, I literally was was a kid that uh, I wanted to bounce. My parents didn't want me in the house a lot. So, um, you know, about group, born in 70, and by the time I was, you know, 75, 76, they were looking for something I could do. So I, I was I was swimming. I was running track. I was playing tennis. I was trying soccer. And I remember that the, the coach that got a hold of me in soccer, and he's like, you, you know, this kid's got so much freaking energy. And... uh you know, it's how it kind of started for me, and, and I really just kind of fell in love with it. I mean, people use soccer as a spatial awareness game, and I just love the ability to take a ball and beat somebody and leave them in the dust on the field and just, you know, like the road runner, and gone, you know. <laughs> and it, it was so cool to me. And I was just blessed to have some very good coaches at young ages in, in York, Pennsylvania, where I grew up. And then, you know, when I went to high school, my coach, Dale Biebenauer, he actually played at Westchester University for what was going to be my college coach, Mel Lorback, and they won a national championship together at Westchester back in, like, the 60s. Um, so Westchester was now, at this point, Division Two, playing in the Pennsylvania State Athletic Conference, and Dale's like, yeah, you, you go up there, and, you know, Mel will be a tough nut for you, but, you know, you'll you'll like playing for him, and... Truth be told, I didn't love playing for him because he was a tough nut, and I wasn't into that at that point in my life, you know, 18, 19 years old. But, you know, it kind of formed for me how I didn't want to be if I ever decided to coach the game. And then when I was a senior, I was a student teaching, and um, I also swam at Westchester. So uh, I had met this guy, Hank Berardi, the AD at uh, um, Bishop Shanahan. It's a private school up there in Westchester, and he said to me, hey, you know, I know you played soccer and you swam. Would you be willing to? You're here. You're you're doing nothing now. Would you be willing to be our, you know, boys soccer coach and our, you know, swim coach? So I did both for him, and I coached the boys that year. First time ever coaching, and mind you, I'm 21 years old coaching right. high school boys, and I really had some problems with them. Again, you know, I'm just getting done having a great playing career, and these these kids knew it all. You know, they didn't want to listen to me. And, you know, I I definitely had some battles back then with those kids. And um, then I ended up, you know, going back home to Pennsylvania. I thought I was going to teach up in my old high school. And then Montgomery County came knocking. They called me, and I came down to Montgomery County. And that's where I taught. And then an opportunity opened up at Watkinsville High School, and they said, hey, you're a PE teacher. We want you to coach JV girls soccer. And I'm like, JV <laughs> girls soccer. Oh my God. Are you kidding me? I'm like, I don't, I didn't want to do it. And they said, well, look, we're going to hire you contingent that you will do this. You'll coach our swim team and you'll coach our track team. Cause that's how they did it back then. And right. I said, you know what? I want to get a job in this building. I'll do it. And I did the JV girls team there for one year. And Bernie Hudock was the the girls' 
varsity soccer coach. And I, again, didn't have a lot of talent down there, and they play, again, the girls' game so much slower. So I'm trying to scale myself back as a coach to go neck to these kids. And, and I struggled a little bit that year, but like I said, they would do anything for me. I, I would just challenge them. They'd run through the wall for me. And I'm like, you know, they went out and they competed. They didn't win a lot, but they competed in every game. And then um, the the girls' team there was kind of not happy with the uh, the varsity coach, and I, I had to do it for a year. And then he just switched over. He did boys boys soccer and girls soccer because girls soccer in Montgomery County was in the spring right. back then. They didn't they didn't play in the state tournament. Right. Right. So you know I'm at the middle in '95, and that's when I went there. And I he said, look. The girls aren't really happy with me. I'm just going to, I'm older now. I'm going to concentrate on the guy team. Do you want to coach the girls' varsity soccer team? And I'm like, no, I want to coach the guys' varsity soccer team. He's like, I'm done, the girls. You can have them. And I took them. And thank goodness I wasn't bullyheaded about not coaching girls. Troy, unfortunately, we're running out of time. uh, And, 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 but it's very evident that, uh, you're very passionate about the game of soccer. It comes through very uh, clearly. Uh, you're you. you're doing what you uh, have are meant to do. And Tuscarora yes. is very. I'm sure Coach Putterman and everybody there is glad that you're there as their coach. Fair County, I'm sure, is appreciative of that as well. I want to make sure that I wish you the very best from here here on. No matter how much longer you. Uh, coach soccer to stay here in Frederick County if possible. And again, thank you for taking some time with me today. You're so welcome, Steve. I appreciate, you know, you taking and reaching out to me and simply the best to you. Okay. Indeed. Thank you very much. You're listening to Frederick County weekend sports show here on 930 WFMD. I'm your host, Steve Nibs, and we'll see you next time. Past editions of this program are available in the audio vault at WFMD.com. Hey, it's Murray from Hunting Creek Outfitters. We've all been cooped up. It's time to get out. There's no better way than to go fly fishing. Hunting Creek Outfitters is a premier fly shop loaded with the latest gear and clothing from the top names in the sport. Do you want to learn to fly fish? Call our shop and check out the web for info on our upcoming schools. Classes fill up fast. Don't miss out. We're located in downtown Frederick. We are Hunting Creek Outfitters, fly fishing specialists, and so much more.